Hi, it's I meet you here. I meet you here. Episode two. <laughs> I know many of you are expecting and exciting about what I'm. I'm telling the story next. Well, I don't inform you in advance. I just tell you, and you just listen. <laughs> and this time, I gather, I collect so many questions from you. I'll answer some of them in the end. So let's begin now. The story background: William, the CEO of an IT company, acquires another major company, and the business starts to boom, making it to the top of the Fortune four companies. William. Has always been a bully and a jerk to his colleagues, but no one dares to go against him. As part of the acquisition, he hires the secretary of the other company as his secretary. Her name is Amy. She's beautiful and is mostly wearing formal. Amy. Parents are actually butlers at William's house, and he has troubled them over the years. The reason they have not quit is because William has promised to hire Amy in his company. <laughs> It's actually William has loaned her parents a big amount. For paying their bills and promised to employ Amy, Amy hated William, but wanted to get revenge on William, so decided to join him, earn his trust, and at the right time get justice. Amy is black belt judo sensei. <laughs> And William is unaware of this fact. It's been a while since Amy's working for William. He kept bullying her by asking her to run errands, like getting coffee, and then complain it's too cold, and that she is useless. Amy was uh, at her wits' end. Tolerated it, and decides it's time to get revenge. One day, while William was working in his office, he noticed on his security camera, which he specially set over Amy's work desk to stalk her. He noticed that Amy is stealing confidential data files. Instead of shredding them, he sees her putting documents in her purse. William immediately records the video, and he calls Amy into his office and confronts her about it. He even reminds her of how her parents are dependent on him. And how she was his property, and he can do anything with her. 
and tries to grab her purse to get the confidential papers. Amy gets angry at this action and warns William to not touch her or her bag. But William continues to attempt grabbing the bag. Amy quickly grabs William by the tie, punches, and knees him in the crotch, <laughs> and throws him flat on his back on the ground. William is shocked by this, and is unable to move due to the mighty blows he just went through. Amy then sits on William's chest. Creating more pain and starts to punch him, while yelling at him, saying things like, "Do you really think you're in control? Do you think women are weak? You are not an alpha. The alpha is here on top of you." She then starts to move further up his chest. And starts to sit on his neck. William is about to black out when Amy gets up off him and spits on his face, and say, "No, you will not black out just yet. Your suffering has just begun." She gets up and walks to the door. William thinks she is leaving and can see her from the floor. Blurry, walking towards the door, and breathes a sign of relief. <sighs> But Amy does not walk out. She, in fact, locks the cabin door so no one interrupts her punishment. William is now scared and tries to crawl away to his phone, while she's returning back. Amy's laughing at his pathetic attempt, and comes back and kicks William back to his back, and takes away his phone. She then takes his laptop, where he downloaded the recording, and towers over his chest. She then says, "What is the password?" William ignores to give it. When she yells at him, "Give it now!" As he disagrees, she steps on his neck with one gladiator sandals and starts to choke him, and says, "Either you suffer for air, or give me the password." To which William gives in the password. She returns back to the towering position. Ensuring he doesn't try to escape again, William head on the floor between her shoes, and looking up her skirt, and while being there in that position, unlocks the laptop, deletes the evidence, and keeps the laptop at the side. She looks down at William with a skirmish smile. She then steps further until both her shoes are at each side of William's ears, and starts to tap her right shoe 
and puts her hand on her hips while staring down at him. She starts to humiliate him and command him to lick her boots <laughs> while lifting her left foot. And the only thing he can see, her gladiator saw hovering over his face, waiting to crush him. I mean, says to take a good look at his position, and says acknowledge he is given in to her power. Tells him he always belong down there at her feet. She then says that. His company now belongs to her, and he was her puppet. And if he didn't do as she says, she would release the video in public. <laughs> she lifts one boot and says, "He needs to clean it," and sticks it above his face. She then asks him to open his mouth and. Bitten, telling him that he will swallow her spit every day to remember his position. She then follows by random humiliation. <laughs> Amy keeps one foot on top of William's chest. Amy reminds him that he is not the boss, but she is. She then tells him that he will pay his parents double and give his room to them to stay while he will sleep in the doghouse, no questions asked. She then says that his cabin is now hers, and he will be chained under her table. She then again towers over him, and with her arms folded. Says that you will obey all my commands. You will not speak until you are asked to, and do you give in to submit it to me? If you understand, she then reminds him that if you have a good job, she will treat you like the pig you are. She then catches. Right by his tie, and commands him to grunt like a pig, and gives a victorious laugh. Amy <laughs> then returns to her towering position, and then says in a commanding voice, "That just so that you don't forget, who is the boss here." Taps her foot like a boss at the side of his face, near his ears again. She then continues to say, "You remember this, <laughs> and you seem to have forgotten it by making a comment earlier that you're the boss and in control." She then moves two steps up, where now William can only see. Between her legs, and hear her voice. She says, "It's time you kiss your boss's ass, and sits down on him. Ask him to take deep breath, 
and inhale her scent like a pathetic slave, and not to forget. She commands William to respond with a loud response, saying, "Yes, Mistress Amy, you are the boss." After he said it, she punches him, and she said, "Good, kiss my ass, kiss it, and make me believe you mean it, and you will dress me as Mistress Amy." She then gets off him, and looking down at him, says, "Remember these commands, or I will beat the shit out of you." One snap, you kiss my boot. Two snaps, you lick. Three snaps, you get on your knees and start to bow down continuously until I kick you in the face. She then shouts, "Got it? Yes, what? Louder! I said louder." Spits angrily in his face, and tells him to crawl and lick her boots. She then tests her commands, and can hear Amy laughing victoriously. <laughs> okay, you might be asleep by now. That's good because I can sneak into your dream, and then repeat. All over it again in your dream. <laughs> okay, I got some questions here. Wow, so many. What should I answer first? What does your occupation affect your dating? What's this? And what? Um, where both a man and a woman plays. And dominates tinies together. Ew! I only let giantess dominates you. And what? Okay, I'll pick some. Um, what are some cool hobbies you have that your fans do not know? Hmm. Let me think. I love dancing. But I think some of you already knew because I've posted some video dancing clips before on my Instagram stories and on my OnlyFans account. So yeah, I love dancing so much. And another hobby is that I love making you weak. <laughs> I love making you weak by my voices, my videos, anything. Oh, of course, and my scent from my used socks, my used clothes. Next question: How did you become a giantess? Well, I think I answered that in the first episode because I was doing some normal ASMR videos. And then I started to do food-related 
ASMR, and then that led to um giantess ASMR video, and I started to fall in love with that, obsessed with that. What do you enjoy the most about being a giantess? Um, that depends on my mood actually, because. When I'm in a good mood, I love to play and tease tinies. But when I'm in a、um, uh, angry mood, I love to punish my slaves without reason, and I love to maybe butt crush them, swallow them, crush them. <laughs> It was so relaxing and so much fun. Next question.、Um, what would you do? Actually, do if you came across real tiny people?、Uh, I might capture some of them to be my pet, and some of them might be my sex slaves, <laughs> and some of them will be my servants. Some of them be my slaves, doing the house cleaning,、uh, licking my sores, massaging my feet, and what? What else? Do you prefer tiny men or women? I love both of them, but I figure that tiny men are way more than tiny women. Why is that? <laughs> If you're tiny women or women slaves listening to this podcast, message me. Next question: After being a giantess dominatrix for quite some time, would you say that the idea of dominating and overpowering a tiny man turns you on? Definitely, yes. Next question: Would you actually cook tinies if you had the opportunities? Hell yes. Next question: Um, does your occupation affect your dating? Well, to be honest, ah,、uh, I thought it would, and the reasons are very obvious, but. I'm very shocked that most of the men I meet in my real life, they don't really care, or they don't, they don't mind at all, or maybe that's because they are afraid to let me down, or they are afraid to let me down, anything like that. I do not know. Maybe inside their hearts they are afraid. I don't really know, but anyway, no. The answer is no. It doesn't affect my dating life. Okay, that's pretty much for today. Talk to you soon. <laughs> you slaves. <laughs>